In today's show, we look to Friday in the NBA, who we can stream in, what injury situations we're monitoring, all of that. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble on TikTok at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. We're here to look to Friday, an unusually small slate of games on Friday, just the six games on. So we'll talk about what we're watching for, what situations we need to monitor, who we can stream in, and what's going to happen over the next four days. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) All right. Um, First game, the Blazers and the 76ers. The Sixers are eight-point favorites at the moment. We don't have a ruling on whether Anthony Simons is going to play. We don't know. Dog him, Red. I don't think he will, but we don't know. We know that Yusuf Nurkic is back, and he'll probably be on a minutes limit again. And we're assuming that Justice Winslow is going to be out. We also don't know about Ryan Archer-Jackano. Played 34 minutes in that one game and then never played since. So I don't know what happened to him when he's back. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's an issue there, obviously. I do not I do not expect Simons to play. For the Sixers, they've got a clean injury report, which is great. James Harden missed last game. He is not on the injury report anymore. So good news there. On the Blazers, we want to watch Matisse Thibel because it was a disaster last game, really. He played 20 minutes. And we know that we don't rely upon Thibel to get offensive stats. We don't want assists? Well, we do. We want everything, but we're not expecting assists or rebounds or threes or points. They're all bullshit from him. Like That just doesn't happen. But we want more than 20 minutes. We want more than one steal. Um, I, I'm a li- I, I had no worries, and I'm a little worried that he played 20 minutes, and he played fewer minutes than Little, and fewer minutes than Watford, and fewer minutes than Sharp. I, as I've said many times, would be trying to prioritize Sharp as much as I could, but Chauncey Billups hasn't seemed to agree with that. So we want to see what they're actually doing with Thibel. Is he just going to go back to his regular minutes? Was that just a one-off situation? We need to watch that. And then also, Trenton Watford, who honestly, no guarantee that he even plays every night, but somehow he got 25 minutes with Nurkic and Eubanks both under 20. So what does that mean for Watford? He's had 20 minutes in, what is it, seven consecutive games, 20 plus minutes. And with Nurkic back, he's still got it. Played a little bit at the four. It's a confusing situation where... I just don't know what to make of that role. But deeper leagues will want to pay attention. For the Sixers, I want to see Tangles, Tyrese Maxey. I know that the shooting is going to drop off. Um, I hope that it doesn't, but I know that it is. So we want to see what he looks like in the games where the shot doesn't fall. And then also the thick hogsman himself, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Because we've seen Harris's um, production and usage fall off with Maxi in the starting lineup. Is there a way that he's able to maintain 12-team league value in this scenario? Or are we at a spot where he's getting towards being a drop? I, I don't think we're quite there. But after Sunday's game with the Sixers, they don't play until Wednesday. So they've got Monday, Tuesday off. 
I wouldn't drop him, but we do need to watch how he fits in usage-wise with Maxi and Harden and Embiid all together in that starting lineup. The next game is a repeat of something we had yesterday. That's the Hawks and the Wizards. The Hawks are one-point favorites here, and at this stage, nobody is on the injury report for either team. Nobody. That's probably going to change, but nobody is on the injury report for either team. What we want to watch for Atlanta is John Collins because we thought we saw a pattern. 23, 16, 20 minutes. All right, cool. And then he played 29. And Sadiq Bey went from 32 to 21, meaning we just go, uh, Collins is a better fantasy player permanent than Bay. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But if one player, Bay, was playing 10 extra minutes, then he was the guy that we would lean towards. Now, we just don't know. So if John Collins is available, we can try it again and we can see what happens. If you need to drop Bay, do it because now we've got minutes uncertainty or role uncertainty or rotation uncertainty thrown into the mix, which makes it very hard to rely upon these guys. And in general, you're just going to go for the guy who's the better permanent producer, which makes it tough. The other one I want to watch is DeAndre Hunter because basically since Snyder's arrived, he's playing like 31, 32 minutes. He's back to the... Again, he's very much turning into RJ Barrett for me where... I need to see you do something for 35 games in a row because basically he's a below average scorer and that's the only thing he's good at. He doesn't rebound or steal or get assists or get blocks or be efficient or hit threes in big volume. He doesn't do anything good. He sits as a 14-team league player who has occasional stretches of 12-team value, but I need to see it for a prolonged period of time before I'm convinced that it's something that's going to stick. For the Wizards, Dillon Wright started last game even with Monte Morris back. Is that something that's going to maintain? I think it probably will because I think Dylan Wright's a better player than Monte Morris. But it was 32 minutes versus 16 minutes last game. They played the all of the point guard minutes. They didn't play it all together. All 48 minutes, Wright and Morris. Is that realistic? Will they play it all together? Can Dylan maintain 30 minutes a night? I think he can get close to it. And he's definitely a guy we want to hold. Well, Morris, no chance. Whereas as for Gafford... Daniel Gafford, I don't know why I didn't say his first name. His minutes are frustrating. 22, 24, 25, 23. Locker room trips in basically every game. I think he had two locker room trips last game. But it does appear like they're giving more minutes to Corey Kismet and limiting Gafford. Not to do with Kuzma, not to do with Porzingis, to do with Kismet. And that's keeping Gafford as a 24-minute-a-night player. Now, we love having Gafford on this day here. Hopefully, we can get a 10-10 and 10 with two blocks game. But we might not. And I don't think that he's necessarily must roster if he's keeping 24 minutes a night. We wanted to see what would happen. He's been underwhelming with his production and the minutes are also underwhelming. So that makes him a tough guy to hold on to in every situation. Today's episode is brought to you by Better Help. Life is hard. It just is. It's a simple fact. There's so many factors. No matter where you live, there's always something that's going on. Interpersonal, business, work, societal, whatever it is, and it can be hard to find those tools to be able to cope and get through all of those things in your life. Therapy, it's about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we do the things that we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy is something that I think everyone should be exploring and getting that your mind right helps so many parts of your life professional, personal, it's so many benefits to this and BetterHelp is a great way of doing it. If you're thinking of trying and starting therapy, BetterHelp is the one you should give a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge if the person that you're matched with doesn't work out. You just go, ah, you know what? It's not working out here. You need to have a connection or feel comfortable with your therapist and they enable you to do that. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. The Nets and the Wolves. This is the only team coming in with a second half back-to-back. That's the Brooklyn Nets in this game, and they take on Minnesota. The Wolves are five-point favorites. Now, what we can expect is that Carl Anthony Towns is going to be out. Is he coming back this season? I don't know. I honestly think it's starting to get doubtful, but who knows? They're being so shady, and so many Timberwolves blog reporters and fans are like, bro, he's out for the season. Just tell us. They're pissed off, and it's re- it is frustrating to hear some reporter said, no, he practiced. Another said, no, I didn't see him at practice and there's no time to, I don't know what is going on. I don't understand what is going on. I'd like to get some clarity on it, but I don't think that I will. Anyway, Towns is out. Benny Simmons is also going to be out. And then we've got all the situation with the Nets who are resting Dinwiddie, Claxton, Johnson, and O'Neal. All of those guys are out on Thursday. Will all of them play on Friday? I think yes. I think that they will. I think definitely... Cam Johnson will play. Definitely Dinwiddie will play. Um, actually, I think all of them will play. All of Dinwiddie, Claxton, Johnson, O'Neal. So when you're streaming in, Cam Thomas, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Dayron Sharp, Nerlens Noel, Edmund Sumner, which are all viable streams for Thursday, understand that a lot of those guys won't play a single second on Friday. Some of them will, but a lot of them won't. And we love this net schedule of three games in four nights, but you won't necessarily get that from Thomas or Sumner or Sharp or Noel even. I would be pretty surprised if Nerlens Noel ends up playing on Friday's game as a rest. I would be I would have some worry that Dorian Finney-Smith doesn't play on Friday resting. Now, Mikael Bridges is the big test. We know that he's played every single game ever. Will they rest him or will he will he play through it? I think he'll probably play, but we don't know. I would be stunned if Joe Harris and Seth Curry play on Friday. Stunned, I tell you. But I don't know that either. Because the fact that they wholesale rested four blokes on Thursday makes me think they're going to rest a whole bunch of blokes on Friday as well. But we don't have any confirmation of that, which again makes it really hard to um makes it really hard to sort of figure out exactly what sort of rotation they're going to run or how to get value in. And it's sort of um gonna take some of that value away from us in terms of um, in terms of getting the the benefits of the three games in four nights. On the Wolves side of things, Jaden McDaniels, I just want to see if there's sparks of something extra because we know that he's been, from a fantasy point, he's been great from a defensive on-court perspective. From a fantasy point of view, he's been disappointing. I think, I think that's fair to say. He's just consistently been a low-end player with very little upside. Do something different. I also want to watch the Wizard of Nas, Nas Reed, who played 18 minutes last game. And Gobert played 25 in a big blowout loss. Is there any way that we see consistent minutes of Reed next to Gobert? I highly, highly doubt that. Reed's a very interesting player from a dynasty perspective. I think he's going to get given an extra opportunity. I think he might turn into like a Rashawn Holmes player who has a couple of years of being a starter and puts up great numbers. And then eventually we go, oh, I don't think this is our long-term answer here. I, I just, I, that's how I feel about Reed. But I'd like to see him playing a little bit next to Gobert just to see if he's got some of those other skills and talents that we can get. The next game is the Cavs in the Heat, another repeat of Wednesday. Cleveland are one and a half point favorites on the road. We know that the big fella, Kyle Lowry, is out. 
double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Well, well, do we? Or are we just assuming? I'm just assuming. I think Lowry might return next week. They've also listed Kevin Lovers probable with this rib issue. It's basically every game for him, but he only plays 20 minutes a night anyway. So we don't need to get too um, uh, overly excited or disinterested in Kevin Love. He's just not a 12-team league player. On the Cavs, I do want to watch Ricky Rubio, whose minutes are all over the shop. And what they do with Rubio, Okoro, Stevens, Osman, um, Wade. Some nights, JB Bickerstaff goes, all right, we're going hard. Eight men, that's it. Some nights it includes Wade. Some nights it includes Rubio. Some nights it includes Stevens. Can Rubio actually be a useful assist streamer? I have very big doubts. Because it's just too inconsistent. And the same with Lamar Stevens, who can get steals and can get rebounds. But is he going to play every night? He's played the last three games and he seems to be in favor but I don't know what sort of rotation they're going to run. So they've got their big four guys, Mitchell, Mobley, Garland, Allen, and then it's just a shit show. It's a bunch of guys who you never can rely upon. And I just want to see if we can get any sort of value in any of these guys. Probably not, but we'll watch it. For the Heat, I do want to see Caleb Martin, who continues to play starters minutes despite being benched for Kevin Love. I don't know why they're starting Kevin Love. I don't know what the purpose of it is. I don't know why or if it's going to continue. But Martin is getting solid minutes. Now, last game he was bad, but the two previous he was good. So is he at least worth a stream look? Yeah, I think he is. And I think the same goes for Oladipo, who's played 30 minutes the last two games, and they've really cut back on Gabe Vincent's minutes. Vincent's, Vincent played just 18 minutes last game, which is obviously very disappointing. 24 the game before that. He could play 30 very easily, but he might only play 24. And when he does lose minutes, they seem to go towards Victor Oladipo, which um, puts Oladipo at least into streaming territory. But there's still a lot of volatility in terms of how they distribute those minutes between Victor and Gabe and Max and Tyler and all those sort of guys. Me talking with first names there sounds like I'm a local broadcaster. And Tyler goes up for the big three-pointer. Ah, God. Terrible accent. Nuggets Spurs. The Nuggets are 12.5 point favorites here. Yeah, they're going to smash him. Zeke Nagy's out. Vlako Chanchar is out. And I've just listed Doug McDermott as questionable because all of those Spurs players who missed the last game, Jeremy Sohan, Zach Collins, Trey Jones, Romeo Langford, I think they're all going to play. They all sat because it was a back-to-back. They were resting, recovering from injuries. Trey Jones, Romeo Langford, Sohan, Collins, just because why not? So I don't expect that any of those guys are going to be out here. And I think they all play. If they all play, I don't know what that means for guys like Malachi Branham or guys like Kata Bates-Diop, who literally might not be in the rotation, or Blake Wesley, who's been getting 20 minutes a night. But we could see a situation where the Spurs are actually fully healthy. Everyone's available. Something random will come up, like Keldon Johnson will have like an anal fissure, or um, Devontae Graham will have got an infected sty. Not that every sty is infected, so yeah, I don't know why I said infected sty. Something will come up. But at this point, I think there's a decent chance that every single player is available for the Spurs. For the Nuggets, I do want to see Bruce Brown minutes in comparison to Christian Brown, but more importantly, in comparison to Reggie Jackson. Bruce has been a good 12-team league guy for most of the season, but he is tailing off at the moment. I think he's fine here because I think this will be a blowout and he'll get some extra playing time. Um, I also want to watch Aaron Gordon, whose free throws are a real problem. And basically, you need to almost be punting them to be able to deal with him. His production's been up and down. They never seem to push him at the moment past 30 minutes as they're really sort of preserving him with his rib issue that he's got. I'm not saying that he's a drop, but because they've got two games in three nights as well, Friday, Friday and Sunday. But bad schedules might lead him to being a droppable player, Aaron Gordon. For the Spurs, I do want to watch Charlie Bassey. I think that his value with 
these two games, Friday, Sunday, and then four games next week, makes him a 12-team ad. Barely, but makes him an ad. And seeing how he looks in those minutes is interesting. And then how they use Branham and how they use Branham with Jones and Vassell and Graham and Johnson is Branham, who played 29 minutes last game, but played 24 and 21 the two prior to that. Is that worth a 12-team roster spot? I don't think so. But when you get the inevitable player sit out, Branham will probably get some stream value. But how they run this is going to be really interesting and, of course, almost 100% frustrating, really without any doubt at all. That's going to be frustrating. Today's episode is brought to you by Fangel. The NBA season, we are very, very close to the end of the regular season and the start of the playoffs. So it's the perfect time to download Fangel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the Fangel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers, even threes drain, which again is just horrible wording. I don't know why it sounds so bad. The Warriors are on the road, and they're two and a half point favorites against the Grizzlies. Yes, there's no Jar Morant. Yes, there's no Stephen Adams. But the Warriors are the worst road team in the NBA for any good team, really. Are they actually two and a half point favorites? Does that make sense? That probably does, given the Grizzlies. But man, that's wild. Fangio also lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same gay parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanjul.com slash locked on. That's fanjul.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanjul, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Don't forget to gamble responsibly. Raptors, Lakers. Um, we know that Mo Bumba is out. His regular season is done. He's like out four weeks with an ankle sprain. So Winyan Gabriel steps into that role. The other thing we know, though, is D'Angelo Russell is back and he's going to start and Dennis Schroeder is going to come off the bench. So Troy Brown will remain in the starting lineup. We also know LeBron is going to be out while Will Barton is questionable for the Raptors after missing the last game. No, you, Will! No, he's about to sack that. Run, Will! Give it off quick! For the Raptors, we do have to watch Gary Trent because it's been bad. Like, it has been a really rough run, and it's not just about bad shooting, because he's going to be a bad shooter. It's the fact that over the last four games, he's played 18, 23, and 24 minutes in three of those games, and 32 in another one. But 24 minutes isn't enough. It just isn't enough to cut it. And yes, we hold him, but after Friday, the Raptors don't play again until Tuesday. So no weekend game. I Unless Gary Trent does something amazing here, I don't think we need to hold him through that, through three days with no games. And honestly... I think in a lot of cases, you do hold OG Ananobi, and I want to see what he looks like here, but he might not be a hold either. But what about Scarves? OG, stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. Because again, three games, no days for a guy who's been inconsistent and shooting poorly. It can be hard to do. It can be hard to hold. You're obviously not holding Boucher or Chua or any of those guys. And I think it's really hard to justify a hold of Trent after this game. But we want to see how these two guys look. For the Lakers, I want to see what, they, what the return of Russell does for Austin Reeves, Troy Brown, and Dennis Schroeder. I said Schroeder is going to the bench, so those 33, 34 minutes a night for him are done. He might play 25, he might play 26. He might play 30, I don't know. But he's not playing 35 a night. Someone is losing out here. Troy Brown had been getting 30 a night. Will he continue to get 30 a night? Austin Reeves played 33 last game and 28 the game before that. He's the guy who should maintain that 28, 30 minutes. But whether he does or not, I don't know. 
I would like to stream in Reeves and Schroeder, not Brown, but I also think there's significant risk that someone's getting cut quite significantly in terms of their playing time here. And one of them is going to be Rui Hachimura and Lonnie Walker is going to head back out of the rotation. We know that stuff. But these guys who have been contributors, in particular Reeves and Schroeder, adding Russell back into that mix is going to take away from them. And we just need to see which way that's going to go. In terms of back-to-backs, Friday, Saturday, there's two teams. It's the Hawks and the Heat. So that Caleb Martin value, the Victor Oladipo, who is playing back-to-backs at the moment. Whether he does in this one, I don't know. But he has played their recent back-to-backs. Anyeka Okongwu, DeAndre Hunter, Jalen Johnson, Sadiq Bay, John Collins. The little boost there of the two games is really useful. In terms of streaming just for Friday, Kyle Anderson. Yes, the Wolves have had a shit schedule, but now we go back. If someone dropped him, at him. Kyle Anderson, Matisse Thybul. Yes, bad game last time out, but we should expect some good defensive numbers. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Malik Beasley. Always a risk with this bloke. You might get 20 points. You might get four and nothing else or outside of threes. But that's, you know, there's value in him. Jeremy Sohan, we expect, hopefully, a decent usage role. Zohan, now. But as I said, they could be fully healthy and I don't know what they're going to do. Dennis Schroeder could be a streamer. Charlie Bassey, Goldfinger, I like that. Austin Reeves and Cordy Kispert, who's played 30 minutes, I think three straight games. For deeper leagues, these guys are all available in 90% plus. Troy Brown's there. Gabe Vincent, Torian Prince. Paul Reed, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Isaac Okoro, Trendon Watford, and Jalen Johnson. Those last two are real desperation ones because, again, Watford might play zero minutes. I don't think he will, but how he fits in with Eubanks and Nurkic is really interesting. For points leagues, these guys are all available in 40% plus. Zach Collins is available. Now is the perfect time to go back and add him. Kyle Anderson, DeLon Wright, Jeremy Sohan, Dan Gafford, Malik Beasley, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and Denny Avdia all look like they could be appealing options to stream in for Friday. If you look at the next four nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, there's one high-volume day there. That's Saturday with 10 games. So we've got streaming options on Friday, Sunday, and Monday. And unfortunately, no one plays all three of those days. But we've got a bunch of guys here who've got two low-volume days, low-volume games over the next four days. DeLon Wright, Zach Collins, Kyle Anderson, Dan Gafford, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Matisse Thibel, Anyekara Kongwu, and Austin Reeves. All of those guys play two quality games over the next four days and are probably useful enough for you to add to get some strong value out of them. If we look at the next four days in general, there's only really the Atlanta Hawks who have the boost of the three games um, in this situation. Actually, I think the Heat might have three games as well during that time. Yeah, the Heat also have three games over the next four nights along with the Hawks. But these guys here are all, I think, top 100 players over the next four nights based on their volume of games. DeLon Wright, Zach Collins, Kyle Anderson, Xavier T. Illman with Steven Adams out for basically the regular season. Tillman's a must-grab player. Tari Eason, Trey Murphy with Zion's pushback, date pushback, and Ingram now injured again. Jalen Duran's going to return, so the passport legend is back. How they run things with him. And Isaiah Stewart out for the regular season as well. Um, is interesting. I would grab Duran. I'd also make sure, Wise, make sure Wiseman and Bagley are rostered with the Stewart absence. We've seen what happens without Stewart. It's happened for the last week. But now we add Duran back into that mix. And then the, the one who I'd look at with the three-game value is Anyeka Okongwu in Atlanta, who's available in over 40% of leagues. Even though he can be a little bit iffy with some of his production, the three games gives him a little bit of a boost there. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, you thumb it up and you leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.